This podcast is part of the Everyday Heroes Podcast Network, the network for first responders and those who support them. All right. This is going to be quite a Scissors and Scrubs episode. Yeah. I'm Nicole. I'm Laura. This episode, mm-hmm. we're going to call it Nurses in the News. All right. <laughs> Not Nurses in the Nude. Not in the nude. No. <laughs> I, I, my accent's apparently bad. One of the girlfriends was like, I thought you said aided her out too. I'm like, that's not a fucking word. When we were talking in the Bridgerton, you were like, aided her out. I'm like, aided is not a word. I would have said ate her out. <laughs> it was it was questionable. It was. Said she it. said, I thought the same thing. I'm like, whatever, guys. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. It's like I'm doing my yacht over, right? And I bought ornamental grasses in red. So my mother's like, what did you buy? I'm like, I bought... So ornamental grasses grow like a bush. Oh. And they're decorative. Oh, all okay. Right. And so they have variegated red leaves. And my mother's like, I don't get it. I'm like, Ma, they're right here in front of you. Look, the red the leaves are red. Oh, I thought you put red grass down. I said, when have you in your entire <laughs> 83 years, have you ever seen fucking red grass? <laughs> when have you ever seen red lawns? Mom, come on. Think about what you say before you ask me something that ridiculous. <laughs> I've heard of bluegrass. Bluegrass yeah. looks kind of blue. Yeah. Red? No, that would be Red? too much. Like, come on. My, sometimes I swear my mother does it on purpose to piss me yeah, off. Yeah, probably. Who asks a question like that? I All right, so we're off topic already. Anyways. Okay, so we're going to discuss one of the nurses that has really been in the news. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to discuss a case that I thought would be very straightforward. Turned out to completely not straightforward. And everybody asks, has a different opinion about oh, what should happen that in this case. Fun. So this is going to be fun. So we'll save that one for last. Maybe I we'll think that's fight. Maybe. maybe. I think we're going to think the same thing. But, okay. you know, I, it's how this is subjective and, and like how everybody's coming at it in a different way is pretty funny because it's concrete video. Like there is video of what happens, but everybody's got a different opinion about what should happen to yeah. these people. All right. So, Laura, take it away. Go first. Okay. Okay, I'm going to talk about um, Redonda Vaught. I think pretty much everybody's... Everybody in the nursing profession's heard of her. Yeah, she's a nurse from Tennessee. She worked at Vanderbilt. Um, and she was criminally indicted on abuse and reckless homicide charges after she gave the gave a patient the wrong medication, which led to her death. Um, it's a huge uproar because I think like in the 90s or something, hospitals started allowing people to report um errors without being punished because they wanted people instead of hiding errors and no one knowing what happened or what's going on mm-hmm. or you know pushing things under the rug they wanted people like people nurses doctors anybody to say i made an error this is what happened but and then the hospitals penalized. would use that not be the person wouldn't be penalized because they're saying i made a mistake right but they would use that information to then change things so that right. mistake would not happen again. Instead of you push it under the rug, and no one owns change. up to it right. and nothing gets changed and it right. happens again. So this reporting, um, like incident reporting, came about to help prevent further medical errors. The person wasn't penalized. They were not doing it intentionally. It was a mistake. Yeah. We are human. People make mistakes. Right. So the uproar is they're afraid that this is now going to backpedal on the reporting because people are going to say, why am I reporting it? I could go to prison for this. They have set a precedent. It's a precedent now. You can go to prison for a mistake. Um. So anyways, nurses are in an upper, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, This case, though, is confusing because if you hear, like, I'm like, okay, but what exactly did she do? And how, this happened, like, three or four years ago. Why is it now she's being charged criminally? Right. And how did this all come about? So I found this timeline. Um online and it's it literally goes on like i'm gonna almost kind of just read it because it tells you exactly what happened with this case Mm -hmm. so because to be honest with you i haven't really dove into this case right but you just hear it and you're like what the fuck Mm -hmm. but anyways okay so in october of 2015 redonda vaught is a um licensed nurse and she begins working at vanderbilt university medical center which is the largest hospital in nashville it's a big, big facility. Yeah. It's a big teaching hospital, right? And it's one of the most respected hospitals like in the yeah. country. It's a big, big to do. Um, on December 24, 2017, Charlene Murphy, who was 75, um, a longtime resident of Nashville, like a suburb of Nashville, checks into Vanderbilt for a subdural hematoma. So she has a brain bleed. Um, 
on December 26, 2017, Charlene Murphy is improving, and she's almost ready to leave Vanderbilt. They want to get a final scan before she goes, make sure the blood's resolving. She's mm-hmm. not bleeding anymore. So she goes to the radiology department, and she's um, claustrophobic. So she they're going to give her Versed, which is a sedative, so she can lay still, relax for the scan. Many, many, many people have had Versed, or Versed as I call it, before you have a procedure. It's usually the first thing they give you to kind of calm you down. Yeah. The little dots in the ceiling will spin, and it just calms it you down. Makes you kind of yeah. a little drunk. Yeah. Um. But she's accidentally given um, vecuronium, which is a very powerful paralyzing agent. Um, She is left brain dead because of this. You can't breathe if you're on this Mm -hmm. drug. Everything is paralyzed. Your diaphragm is paralyzed. You cannot breathe. Um, Redonda Vaught is the nurse that gave her the vecuronium. She immediately says, when she realizes, oh my God, I gave her this. I gave her this drug. She's, she can't, mm-hmm. you know, she's paralyzed. She can't breathe. This is what's happening. And they treat her, but she is left brain dead because of the lapse mm-hmm. of lack of oxygen. Um, December 27, 2017, Charlene Murphy's family gathers at Vanderbilt to say goodbye. She's brain dead. She dies at about 1 a.m. after being disconnected from life support. So later that day, two on December 27th, two Vanderbilt neurologists report Murphy's death to the medical examiner without mentioning the medication error. They never tell the medical examiner there was a medication error leading to this. And Murphy's death is attributed to her brain bleed and it's deemed natural causes. They don't do an independent investigation because of the, inf- she had a subdural hematoma. Mm-hmm. She died. She was left brain dead. They said, okay, not like a medical examiner's case. We're not doing an investigation. Mm-hmm. It's over. January of 2018, Vanderbilt officials take several actions that like obscure the medication era. They're covering it up. Yeah. From the government and the public. It's not reported to state or federal officials, which is required by law. If there is an error, a mm-hmm. medication error, other kinds of errors, you have to report those to your governing bodies. In Massachusetts, it goes to the Department of Public Health. Right. We leave a sponge in. The Department of Public Health yep. comes out and there's a big investigation. Yep. Um, and the Joint Commission was not told. It's an accrediting agency. It recommends but does not require reporting, but you should report it to them. If you report these things to them, they come up with a pl- an action plan to prevent them. Mm-hmm. Um, and Vought is fired by Vanderbilt in January of 2018. In early 2018, Vanderbilt settles out of court with the Murphy family and requires them not to speak publicly about the death or the medication era. I it's, got a bunch of questions already. Okay. Okay. I it's, almost feel like I should be writing them down. I know. It's not released publicly, this settlement. Mm-hmm. No one knows about this. Did you have any questions now? I thought nobody knew this happened and there was no investigation. So there how isn't. does the family have a settlement with Vanderbilt? Because she, di- she was improving. And but then that's it. They don't say why she's getting... She... The family knows. When Vanderbilt makes a settlement, they're told not. they cannot tell. You're going to yes, get this... Uh, why would... I, if it was just like she died, had a brain death, this and that, it would have been over, right? Like, if they came and said to me, my mother died. Right, I don't know if the how, nurse where, said I, I feel like there's a missing link between we've called it a brain death from the subdural and it's closed to all of a sudden they're settling with the family over a med era. But it's all in-house. But the family didn't know about the med era, right? No, the family did. From a, from the beginning? I believe so. Okay, all right. But it's everything's in-house. Nothing has left Vanderbilt. The family knows from Vanderbilt. They go to Vanderbilt. Okay. They sue Van. They okay. Somebody I don't even some- think they sue them. I think Vanderbilt just gives them money and that, tells them that's just sign one. There's a big right. problem and tells them it's early 2018. It couldn't have gone through the courts. Right. You can't speak about this. Okay. You are yeah. not to gag order with the family. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna give you this money. Don't mention this though. Okay. Vanderbilt is being very shady. Um, in May 2018, Redonda Vaught begins working as a throughput coordinator at a medical center in Nashville. Um, 
it's not a clinical position, mm-hmm. but it does require a nursing license. Mm-hmm. So she is no longer working like with Which is, there are care. many positions out there like this. This is not shady. There you can work no, for an no. insurance company, you can work for other just Right. And you can honestly, be a nurse and not touch patients. In on if God forbid, I you know, you were involved in this and you gave somebody the wrong medication, I'd you never would feel, oh, I yeah. could never do I it again. Never, and that's yeah. probably why she, she took was, a non-clinical yeah. job, but whatever. Either way, she's working as a nurse, but not in clinical care. Mm-hmm. On October 3rd, 2018, an anonymous tipster alerts state and federal health officials to the unreported medication error. So now... This is somebody that was there. Yeah, someone that it didn't sit well with. Mm-hmm. Um, Like, why are you lying? Why are you covering this mm-hmm. up? October 23rd, 2018, the Tennessee Department of Health, which is responsible for licensing mm-hmm. and like, uh, uh, yeah, um, investigating medical professionals, decides not to pursue de- disciplinary action against Redonda Vaught. Okay. She does not need disciplinary action, they decide. They write a letter to Vanderbilt. The agency investigator director says the case did not constitute a violation of the statutes and or rules governing the profession, quote unquote. So she did not do anything that violates the rules of a nurse. She didn't do anything against. Okay. Out of practice. Yes. Out of practice. Um, on the same day, Vought is sent a letter saying this matter did not merit further action. Quote, unquote. So now the board, the Department of Health has learned about mm-hmm. it, looked into it, and decides nothing needs to be, be done. October 31st to November November 8th, 2018, in response to the anonymous tip, the Centers of Medicare and Medicaid Services conducts a surprise inspection at Vanderbilt. The inspection confirms that um, Murphy died from an accidental dose and that Vanderbilt did not report the medication error to the government or the medical examiner. So they look into it. They said, yep, this is exactly what happened. She was given the wrong medicine and Vanderbilt did nothing about it. Late November 2018, the circumstances of the medication era become public for the first time. So, like, a year later. Um, CMS releases an investigation report that details the error without identifying the patient or Redonda Vaught. They threaten to suspend Vanderbilt's Medicare payments, which would, like, cripple the hospital, Mm -hmm. if Vanderbilt did not prove it has taken steps to prevent a similar error. This is all they want you to do. Mm-hmm. They want you to report it so you make can sure it doesn't happen again. Make steps so it doesn't happen again. Vanderbilt like responds right away with a quote unquote plan of action, plan of correction that they say, okay, yeah, that's fine. That plan is fine. Go forward with that. And it secures its Medicare reimbursements. Vanderbilt declines to release the plan of correction, though. Um, they don't say what they're doing to fix it. They just say they have one. February 4th, 2019, Radon Devot is publicly identified for the first time when she is arrested on a criminal indictment for her alleged role in Murphy's death. She is charged with reckless homicide and impaired adult, impaired adult abuse. Oh, come on. That's also the first time that um, Mer- the patient's identity was revealed. Um, they did a the Tennessean, which this mm-hmm. is, I believe, from that, um, said interviewed Murphy's family members and they all say they would forgive Redonda Vaught. Like it was an accident. Right. On February 5th, 2019, Vanderbilt's executives speak about the fatal era during a meeting with the Tennessee Board of Licensee Health Care Facilities, which is responsible for disciplining disciplining the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um the CEO admits the death wasn't reported to state regulators and said that the hospital's response was quote unquote too limited. Um, they also confirmed for the first time that they negotiated a settlement with the Murphy family. The board takes no disciplinary action against Vanderbilt. The nurse is arrested. She's on criminal charges and Vanderbilt with has criminal nothing. charges. Vanderbilt, who she said, I made a medication error. This has to, you right. know, this is what's happening. Let's try to save her. You know, she came right out and said it. Mm-hmm. She's getting brought up on criminal charges in the hospital who swept everything under the rug, kept nothing. it all secret, didn't report it, didn't do anything it was supposed to do. Has no disciplinary mm-hmm. actions. February 8th, 2019, um, a GoFundMe was started for Radon Devot, and um, it raised more than $100,000, like, and mostly from nurses around mm-hmm. the country. 
uh, February 20th, 2019, Redonda Vought makes her first appearance in the court for her criminal case and enters a plea of not guilty. Um, it's attended by several dozen nurses, the hearing, and people, uh, not just from around the area, like people yeah, travel from country, all over to support her. Yeah. Um, the cr- her criminal attorney it, like is insisting that Vanderbilt needs to share the, the blame point. for this death. And um, the Peter Strance is the criminal defense attorney, and he's quoted as saying, I think when this case is tried and the facts come out, it's a mistake and it's not all of her fault either. There are some real systematic problems with the way they dispense medicine through that automatic dispensing system, end quote. Um, March 27, 2019, the prosecutors reveal way more details into the case. Investigators allege that Vaught made 10 separate errors when given the wrong medication to Murphy, including overlooking multiple warning signs that she had the wrong medication. Court records state that Vaught would have had to look directly at the warning saying, warning, paralyzing agent before injecting the drug. Um, court documents also say that Vaught admitted her error to investigators. Um, October 20th, I mean, I'm sorry, August 20th, 2019, um, the Nashville Medical Examiner re-examines the circumstances of Murphy's death, and now they're aware of the medication error. They changed the manner of the death to accidental instead of natural. It's an accident. Um... In, on September 27, 2019, the Tennessee Department of Health reverses its decision not to perf- pursue professional discipline against Vaught. Um, they charge her with three infractions. The agent for, agency refuses to explain why it reversed its prior decision. Vaught is charged with unprofessional conduct, abandoning or neglecting a patient that required care, and failing to maintain an accurate patient record. How did she abandon and neglect this patient? I don't know. I don't, it doesn't say that. Bullshit. I don't know if it's because it took a while to get the med or... Well, do you have seen... a line of events of what actually happened? No. So I couldn't find like exa- anything that said like exactly which... Because I think some of it's... Yeah. She... The patient needed Verset. She went to the Pixis, which is like an... Or whatever they have, which is an automatic drug... Machine. dispensing machine so you put the patient name in you put the drug that you want pharmacy is supposed to like okay the drug for that patient and put it in the pixis but when you work in a unit like she was down in radiology that day she was like she was like a and she was like floated there nurse's supervisor or something right like she was like a hospital wide she was like a float dip- pool or something yes, I think. yes so she didn't always work in radiology so it was like not your place of work but we're so super short that you have to be floated to different areas and so she goes into the machine, and she can't find Brissette. So she puts in V, mm-hmm. or V-E, mm-hmm. and Barakironium comes up. I believe she had, like, a nursing student with her, or, like, a so orientee with her. So she's distracted. She's talking to them. They want to get the scan done. They're probably pushing her. You know, like, right. hurry up. She can't find the med. She puts in V-E. This comes up. She hits it and dispenses it. You have to override it, because it wasn't... We have to it override. Wasn't, it wasn't, we override a lot of stuff. It wasn't for that patient. Right. But she's not on a floor either. So, right. like, we put in, we put in floor stock mm-hmm. for a lot of our meds. Because mm-hmm. it's not under our patient name in our right. Pixis because we work in the operating up emergently, room. They're not in the system right. yet. Right. But even their drugs aren't in that system. Right. Like, so, you we have to override a lot to get drugs out. At that hospital, it was common practice that you had to override to get meds out. Mm-hmm. In an emergency situation, you override for meds because you have a patient who's coding. They're not in the Apixis. They're not set up to get these emergency meds. It's not under their name. You have to override it to get out emergency meds. You have to override these systems a lot, which is mm-hmm. awful, but it is a like standard work practice is right. to override. Anyways. And then she gave it to her, which on the bottle, it says paralyzing agent. And I heard it's mixed differently than Versed. Again, it's, what? it's all hearsay. Johnny yes, hearsay. I, yes. Like I don't know. One of them is already like, uh, like you don't have to mix it. The other one you do have to mix. Right. I don't know, and I wouldn't know that. Right. I've never given either, so right. I don't know. And maybe she didn't know that because maybe she's never given right. either. You know, like I, I that I'm like, okay, great. If you gave both of those all the time, maybe. But if you never, never gave those, either. I wouldn't know that I have to mix this one, but don't right. have to mix this one. Right. Anyways, then she 
aunt, the label on the bottle does say paralyzing agent. She obviously did not check the vial. But I think she said that. I didn't check it. I didn't check. Like, I think she admitted every single thing that she did. She never did it intentionally giving right. her a paralyzing it, There's no intent to hurt this no. patient. Um, anyways. Okay. So, the Department of Health charges are with unprofessional conduct, abandoning or neglecting a patient that required care, and failing to maintain an accurate patient record. Um, the charging documents say Vought would could face thousands of dollars in fines and suspension or... Um, revoking of her nursing license late october to mid-november 2019 because vaught's now facing two legal proceedings a mm-hmm. criminal trial and the professional discipline hearing kind of thing yep yep uh a debate begins over which case should proceed first vaught's attorney attempts to delay de- the discipline proceeding until after her trial arguing that if she defends herself by testifying in the discipline hearing prosecutors can use that against her against her at the criminal, criminal trial, trial. However, attorneys for the health department oppose this delay, insisting that Vought is an urgent um She wouldn't be an urgent to the threat public. if you just revoked her license and suspended it until the trials are over. They could have done right. that and she can't work as a nurse. Right. No more threat. Right. Um, so, because she's still working with her nursing license, even mm. though it's a clinical care, that's what they use it. Well, she's still working as a nurse. So take her license, suspend her license. Right. So you do it for right. fucking driving. Um, so... The administrative judge decides not to delay the proceedings, saying Vought's desire to delay the hearing is outweighed by the seriousness of allegations against Ms. Vought. So um, on December 15th, um, re- a Tennessean investigation reveals how actions taken by Vanderbilt officials obscure the circumstances of Murphy's death. So an article comes out saying Vanderbilt is a big part of lying. this. Yeah. Um, It, it also, like, has a quote from the grandson, Alan Murphy, and says, like, a cover-up, that's what this screams. They didn't want this to be known, so they didn't let it be known. Vanderbilt declines to comment. Um, January 16th, 2020, Vought's attorney files a motion against asking a county judge to overrule um, the judge that said, no, let's do the disciplinary hearing first. Um May 20th through the 21st, 2020, Vought's professional discipline hearing is scheduled at a quarterly hearing. July 13th, 2020, Vought's criminal trial is scheduled to begin. So the spring of 2020, it was COVID. The COVID. The so COVID. it delays both of the, both trial. the disciplinary hearing and her criminal trial. February 24th, 2020, um, The, her professional disciplinary hearing is scheduled to begin at a meeting of the Tennessee Tennessee Board of Nursing, but her attorney petitions the county judge to delay the hearing. It's temporarily delayed for her. And then everything's screwed because COVID. COVID. So the courts were just shut down. So July 22nd, 2021, her medical disciplinary hearing finally begins. Um, during her testimony, she did not. She said, it's completely my fault. She didn't check, double check the medicine. Mm-hmm. She takes complete ownership of it. I didn't double check mm-hmm. it. I did do that wrong. Um, but they also argue that the mistake was made possible because of the flawed procedures mm-hmm. at Vanderbilt. Um, it was struggling, struggling with a problem that prevented communication between its electronic health records, the medicine cap, the medication cabinets of the Pixis machines in the pharmacy. So there was like a, they weren't connected somehow. Um, and this was causing delays at accessing medications. And the, the hospital's short-term walk-around was to override the safeguards on the cabinet so they could get drugs quickly as needed. That was their workaround. It was an established workaround. Mm-hmm. You had to override this to get your meds because something is wrong with the right. system. Um, you couldn't get a bag of fluids for a patient without using an override function. Oh, co- yeah, all right. Like This you- is why I don't always think computers are the best thing in the world. July 23rd, 2021, the Tennessee Board of Nursing revoked Vought's nursing license. They uh, The board appeared sympathetic to her, but they couldn't overlook her errors. Which she did make on that error. I'm not saying that I don't I disagree with revoking her license. I, it's pretty extreme, but that's a pretty big error. You killed somebody. Because of a medication error, you did not check 
Double check your medication, which you're always supposed to double check right. your medication. Check it with somebody else. A patient died. I have no problem with the re- I don't either. The revoking of the license. Right. Uh, that I that I have no problem with. Um. So she loses her license. March twenty first, twenty twenty two. Her criminal trial begins. Um, and on. March 25th, the trial ends and the jury finds her guilty of criminally negligent homicide and abuse of an impaired adult. She still has not been sentenced. It took four days. Four days. Mm -hmm. And and this is stuff. So Brian and I were having this argument the other night. I almost feel like medical professionals need to be tried by a jury of medical professionals. And he completely disagreed with me, of course. That's not the process. But do you think they have any fucking idea what's being said to them? And you know what? Most nurses are in an uproar against. I you can't say all because not all are. Right. Most nurses are in an uproar about this because you don't understand. I say it at work. Someone at work said to me, "Please, she should be. She should. She is guilty. Um, she killed her and blah 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 blah. She's like she fucked up. She went. And I said, "Do you know I have to? Oh, we don't anymore. Mm-hmm. I had to override twice to give any patient heparin." I had to put in the system that mm-hmm. I was overriding that medication twice mm-hmm. to get it in there. And I said, so if God forbid, God forbid something happened and they look back at my record, I I'm overrided go that twice. I said, so I'm going to go to prison for that? Take the overrides out of it. Mm-hmm. All of that. This isn't a case where you got this psycho injecting people right. to feel like a super nurse. Right. It was a fucking accident. Mm-hmm. We there are nurses who make accidents. Like, accidents happen in hospitals all the time. I should say it that way. It happens all the time. Yes. Emergency situations, overworked. It, it happens. And I understand that if you don't follow procedure and policy, that's why they're there. This policy was flawed. Mm-hmm. I am... Um, to criminally charge a nurse who was clearly trying to do the right thing mm-hmm. is so shameful and... The precedent sent is so scary yeah. that now any nurse could be criminally charged and go to, you're going to fill the jails with this poor sucker? Right. This woman who got fucking railroaded by a, an enormous right. university hospital? Right. And supposedly, like in other articles, it said she went immediately and said, I, you know, I did yeah. this, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, okay, you have to fill out an incident report. Leave the record. Come to my office. We'll fill out the incident report so we make sure it's mm-hmm. right. But it wasn't immediately done. She was going to do right. it immediately. They said, you know what? Wait, let's go back. Let's go over So all it. this is telling Don't me put it in the chat. Cover your ass. Right. Don't put it in the chat. Let's right. go do the... In- which she was given bad... Advice. Advice. And she followed it because she's probably... Scared shitless. Un- I mean, and you how... Can you imagine how bad you feel? I mean, I, have I can't imagine question. how bad you feel. I have another question. Yeah. Why is there no code cart in this? It might have been, but I don't know that she knew she gave it to her right when she gave it to her. I think when she started coding in the scanner, then they realized. Then they did work on her, but it was too. She, she was been, already in the. She's in a CAT scan. All right. And you're stable. You're not on any. Like, you're probably not on a monitor. Oh, so they didn't know she was anoxic until. Got it. Okay. All right. Because I'm like, why wouldn't. I don't know. Do you know what I, I do? They know did. They did I, work it's, on her I'm when getting they realized, yes. but I think they didn't she realize was, she was stable. She was going. They home. gave her the verse the and scan. put her in the tube, and they then realized. Her and yeah. then, oh shit, she's not breathing. Yeah, you know. Yeah, this this case infuriated me. Yeah, I think it's complete bullshit. I do think she should have lost her license. I completely agree. Look at whether I think she should lost her license or not. I should say this. I I can get behind it. I can say yes, that was appropriate actions. Yes. On no level should she ever be sitting in a fucking jail because of this. And I don't understand. You reviewed this. Mm-hmm. And okayed it. But it's, and it's said, like once the state stepped in, Vanderbilt's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, no, this but is it's not op- even, it's not Vanderbilt that revoked her license. No. The nursing board did. But Vanderbilt all of a sudden wasn't behind her anymore. Oh, they fired her almost immediately. They though. fired her, but now they're backtracking a lot on what they're saying and what they did. And I just feel like if anybody should go to jail... Should be fucking Vanderbilt. Yeah. The CEO of Vanderbilt. Like, you set this up. This is the problem. We have a bunch of hospitals, as we've talked about before, mm-hmm. run by people who don't do the fucking job. Yes. We're putting a bunch of computer shit in so that we can limit the amount of staff of actual breathing human beings who pick up mistakes mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. 
And I don't like it. I yeah. just don't like it. Where people have gotten lax and complacent and this is the shit. I'm not saying she was lax or complacent. I wasn't there. But you're, but we're complacent with the workaround. Yes. We're yes. complacent with, I have to override twice to give heparin. And we're complacent. I sh- shouldn't have to override anything to give it. That we think the hospital's going to help us out. Oh, yeah. No. And she could have carried all the medical malpractice she wanted. Yeah. Didn't stop her from getting convicted criminally. Well, that's like the, yeah, I, like I have malpractice insurance. That doesn't help me at all. If they criminal charges, give me criminal charges, it does nothing for me. You know, like it doesn't help you. No, there's no helping you. So we're going to cover another one. And then by all means, I want to hear everybody's opinion on this. I just, it, it infuriates me. I want to hear your opinion on it. However, (laughs) the people who are of the opinion that this could never happen to them are the people that scare me the most, to be honest. It could happen to anybody. It could happen to anybody. You are short-staffed. You are burned out. You are running around like insane people. You have way more patients than you should. The, I the think acuity you, of patients is higher. Right. If you think it can't happen to you, you're one of the complacent. Because you should always be on high alert. Right. Anything could happen to you. Yeah. Any, all of us. Yeah. We are human. We make mistakes. It, it happens all the time. You get just, you know, you're doing something. You're not supposed to, like, okay, say that count. Mm-hmm. That counts. You are not supposed to interrupt us during our counts. We're interrupted constantly. 155 times. But even that picks us. Do you yeah. know how many times I think I'm, I'm hitting what I want and I might hit the other one by accident yeah. and then I pull it. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Right. It happens. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. All right. Anyways. Wait till you hear the next one. Okay. Yeah, right. So I covered this other one because I thought it would be really straightforward. Mm-hmm. Then I watched the body cam videos. Mm-hmm. I talked to my husband. Mm-hmm. Different opinion. Mm-hmm. Talk to a cop. Different opinion. Mm-hmm. And I'm dying to hear yours on it. So, I have to say, Nicole said to me, oh, please watch these videos before we record so you'll know what I'm talking about. And I said, okay, I don't like to watch videos like the psychopath Nicole is. <laughs> and so I'm in bed last night. Why? He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, Nicole's making me watch these videos. I'm really upset about it. And I don't like watching these at all. But you need to see it Ugh. because it's. I can't explain it. I was so mad. I was like, I can't believe she's doing this. She knows I don't like this. (laughs) I didn't like watching it, to be honest with you. Oh, I hate it. All right. So let's start with, you got John Neville. He's a 56-year-old man Mm -hmm. from Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. He is arrested on a misdemeanor. There's conflicting of what he was actually arrested for, but it's a misdemeanor. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, he's booked into jail that night. Mm -hmm. The night this happens is his first night in jail. Um... All right, it's April 4th. Oh, another April. No. 2019. Michelle, I'm not going to fall you. Hugens, she's charged with the death of John Neville, who was an inmate at Forsyth, Forsyth County Jail, Winston-Salem, North Carolina. There are two body cam videos of the incident. Mm-hmm. One takes place in the cell he's in, mm-hmm. and it's like six minutes long. Then there's video of them transferring him in one of the, it's a transfer chair. They're handcuffed in it. He's got a spit mask on and he's, the rest of the 25 minutes takes place in a separate cell. Mm-hmm. So they're called, the Michelle Hugens and the uh, detention officers are called to his cell by his roommate that he. They, Michelle's the nurse. Michelle's the nurse. Yeah. They think he seized or something. And he fell from the top bunk. Mm-hmm. My husband's like, the top bunk's not, not that high. I said, if she, if one of them stands up, that bunk's four to five feet high. And yeah. it's a cement floor. Right. So by the time the officers arrive, Neville is on the floor. Mm-hmm. And his legs are on the bottom. Or they're they're bent up or something. Mm-hmm. You can't really see his legs. There's already officers, officers in there. And they're kind of, he's on his back. And they're holding his arms and legs. And he is out of it mm-hmm. all right he's sweating he's post-ictal he's either post-ictal or i was almost like is this a head injury either one right yes yeah. you when you walk in there's something wrong with john yes. neville he is fucked up yeah. okay he's sweating he's already vomited on himself he is not mm-hmm. responding to her and she's like john 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 and she keeps hitting him and then she sternal rubs him and he comes to and he goes right back out again mm-hmm. And she's like, don't make me do it again. Don't make me... Because a sternal rub is not a pleasant experience. No. She sternal rubs him again. This time when he comes to, he's combative. Indictive of a head injury. Or maybe he's on something. Because mm-hmm. 
it's his first night, so he could be mm-hmm. have ingested something before his arrest, and he's still on yeah. it. Um, well, also, just confused. This is your first night there. You had a seizure. You're postictal. You wake up, and you're like, right. where the fuck am I? And people are holding me down. Right, but he's confused through the whole thing. No, right, I'm right. not saying, but right. I'm just saying, all of it could be just... He had a normal seizure. Right. Maybe he was on. It's like so many things that could. Oh, the, be. I could just tell you in the first six minutes, first thirty seconds, you knew something was wrong. With oh, there was something. Okay. Yeah. So he's combative, and 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 I'm going to say, at no point is anybody unkind or aggressive to him or yelling. Did at- I say that to you last night, to Mike? I literally was sitting. I said, okay, I'm not going to say the outcome, but I was like, Mike, the whole time you're like, hey John, yep, hey John, buddy, yep. come on, pal. Like, they're not being it's, mean. They're it's not being stated aggressive. from the beginning. They're not in there for any other reason than he is having a medical yes, emergency. Yes, he's like, you're, there to help you're you. having a medical emergency. you got to let us help you. you got to right. let us help you. There's right. something medical wrong with you. And it's like, they are very kind to right. him. The, the whole, whole time. time. The whole time. Respectful. Right. Yep. So he is yelling for his mother. He's yelling to get up. He wants to sit up and he wants to sit up. And... This isn't a point at any time where he's like, I can't breathe. And he just, he wants to sit up. He wants to get out, but he's confused and, and people hold him and down. And you want to hold him down also so he doesn't hurt himself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that video ends. And the next time you see him, he is in this restraint chair with the spit mask. And they've now called in, they call it the CERT team. It's the special response team mm-hmm. to the jails. I'm getting conflicting answers as these people are called every time they move inmate. I mean, you're talking, we're in a prison, so policies are very different in right. a prison, okay? Because it's safety is bottom line of the people involved. Right. So for whatever reason, this special response team is brought in to move him from his cell to another cell. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he is being brought to this other cell. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's being brought there for observation. If he, It does not look like an infirmary, so... I, I, it's just a single bed cell that right. he, they're bringing him to. I'm assuming because there's something wrong, they're bringing him to... So he's in a single right. room. Like, I don't I, know if, if you call an ambulance, are they allowed to go into the jail or do you have to bring them someplace with the right. ambulance? I don't know. Right. Okay. There's a lot of unanswered questions for me to really mm-hmm. make a very solid decision yeah. about this case. So, and when he was in the initial video, she's trying to take his temp. She's trying to take a blood pressure. She does, but you got to, she, all she has is that fucking blood pressure cuff and a stethoscope. She has no, no. other yeah. equipment to help this man with. Right. Okay. So now he's in the restraint chair and he's sitting up and he's got the spit mask on and he's got it on because he's got blood in his face. He's got vomit on his face. They don't want to get it on them. It's, you know, you don't know what he has. And it it looked to me like at one point he's literally talking to his mother who is not there. And he's he's just kind of dazed. He's out of it. Um, they're talking to him. We're going to move you, John. And they're mm-hmm. explaining. But he's not really saying much to them he's no, just, he just want, he wanted his ammo because his wrist yes, hurt or something. Yes. but he fell from a bunk. right right you know, and like- she again tries to take his blood pressure while he's in this chair then they have now taken him from the chair but you don't really see that part and they they take a mattress from the bed which is very it's like um looks like a gym mat like it's probably about yeah. as thick as if you were doing gymnastics and they put it on the floor they put him face down on the mat mm-hmm. And again, everything I'm watching looks like it was from a fucking textbook. Very yeah, policy-ridden. The guy, I, like the person who was running it, yes. was very clear. Right. Okay, now we're going to put him down. Yeah, and, and we're do, like, do this. He was doing it. I don't know if those They're people following were following a book. They were, literally, it was, I don't know anything about it, but you could tell it was play yes. by play. Now y'all going to do this. Now please yes. do this. Now you do now this. Now you have it the was, leg. I have a leg. You have a leg. It was very uh, yes. clear. It was not chaotic. It right. was very, very clear. So they lay him down on the mattress. Let's see. I'm telling the story and I'm not even looking at my notes. All right. Because um, I do write the video down. I'm not going to go over the... I'll go over some of the times. All right. So they lay him down, face down. Mm-hmm. He starts to flip his leg. Mm-hmm. And he's screaming, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. Mama, mama, help me, get off of me. I, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. I can't breathe, okay? They're, the reason he is down on his face is they're trying to take the handcuffs and the shackles off of him. The handcuff key breaks. That is probably about, let's see, um, I'm going to say it's probably about five or six minutes into the video, the handcuff key breaks and they can't get the cuffs off of him Mm -hmm. and you can still see his hands are moving in the cuffs and in the beginning he is very aggressively yelling i can't breathe but you can hear him starting to get quieter and quieter as it's going on about 10 minutes 
into the video is when you hear him start being like, oh, oh, he's just kind of grunt now. He's not really yelling at them anymore. He's just kind of grunting. Probably about 10 minutes, 25 seconds, they bring in bolt cutters. But the yeah. bolt cutters don't work. Mm -hmm. And at this point, you're not hearing John speak at mo anymore at all. But mm -hmm. I'm, And I'm looking on the video and I can't tell if it's him moving his hands or they're, they're hitting they're his fingers it, yeah. or what's going on. Um, the bolt cutters don't work for whatever reason. At about 11 minutes in is when I, I'm like, I'm looking. It looks like his fingers are moving and stuff. At about 15 minutes and 41 seconds, somebody's like, oh, I think he's sleeping. Mm -hmm. I think he's sleeping. At 17 minutes, the cuffs come off and they all exit very procedurally. Yes. Like one's going up, they were like in a line and they all leave and he's on the mat and they leave and they shut the door. During this entire video, you cannot see the nurse. I don't know where she is. Mm -hmm. I don't know if she's, we'll get into that. You don't see the nurse in, in this well, video. And because I think they're trying to do this. Right. Take the cuffs off in a safe way. Right. So she wouldn't be in the That's room. what, so we'll get okay. into that later because- yeah. There's so much I have to say about okay. this, okay? Um, but you don't physically see her. Mm -mm. Once they exit the cell, which is probably about at 20 minutes, they shut the door, and it's got, you know, a little window in it, and she's standing at the window. And she's standing at the window. Mm -hmm. And then she's looking. At, I'm assuming she's looking at the officers. And um, she's talking. She's concerned, like, uh, that he's not, he's not moving and he's not waking up. And he's still on his face. So when they exit, he doesn't move a fucking muscle mm -hmm. when they exit. So she's still... It's at 2250. They finally go back in. Mm -hmm. She And they kind of bring him up on his side now. Yeah. He hasn't moved. She's listening for heart sounds. She's listening for the carotid pulse. She's feeling for the carotid pulse. It probably takes her 30 to 40 seconds. Mm -hmm. She calls to the AED. Yeah. Uh, at She calls for the AED. CPR has started. And the video ends at 25 minutes and 40 seconds mm -hmm. she is indicted all right he john dies yes okay they do two days later he dies and everybody is indicted the five cert offices are indicted and michelle is indicted and mm -hmm. it is brought to a grand jury mm -hmm. the grand jury chooses not to indict any of the five officers involved and only indict her mm -hmm. and she is going on trial for involuntary manslaughter. I don't understand. This month. I just don't understand it. So, questions uh -huh. that Nicole has uh -huh. about this case. Number one, mm -hmm. was 911 called before they even go to the cell? At what point is 911 called? Because that's a half an hour from when he's on the floor. It's more than a half an hour because mm -hmm. the second video is a half an hour. Mm -hmm. And as I said, when I watched the video, I immediately know this guy's fucked up. And I would have already called 911. I wonder, though, yes, if I was home and I found someone like that, I would call 911. I wonder, in a prison or a jail, when do you call? Is there a certain level you call at? Is it, there, do you need this, 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 and then you call 911? Because right. of the safety reasons. Like, but, you know, I can tell you my husband deals with prisoners all the time. Mm -hmm. You say you have chest pain, 911. They're not taking the responsibility of saying you're faking or anything. And maybe this jail, like many, are out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Right, and it takes And a it's while. taking them a half an hour to get there. Right. But he's clearly fucked up. All right? Yes. What is her nursing background? Right. How many years experience does she uh -huh. have in doing what? Right. Because we're trauma nurses. I can look at him and know immediately there's a problem. Mm -hmm. And how I would have handled it. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying she handled I Just how I would have handled it. Mm -hmm. So I want to know that as well. Before I can make any judgments on her. Um, and I would love to know. I need to know what the policies for that jail are. Is it he has to be secured. Before you can go in and take care of him. What like she's clearly out for a reason. She couldn't have fit in that cell anyway. No I assume you have to be secure. And even when she was trying to get the blood pressure the first time. When he woke up and would move, they made her back up. Right. When she tried to get right. it in the chair and he swung his arms, even she though he's cuffed, exactly. they made her back up. Right. So I'm like, I don't think, yes, I think there's certain things that I would have liked to do. I don't know that you're allowed to do them. Th that's what, So I need right. to know what the policies are of this. So yeah. now the coroner rules that he dies from asphyxiation, from being on basically positional asphyxiation. Yes. So I talked to a police officer about this, mm -hmm. who agrees with me this was they're obviously following our procedure he goes he looks to me 
like he's having an overdose from cocaine because he's sweating, his heart's racing, this and that. I would like to know what the toxicology report came back from. Mm -hmm. Because a part of me, I don't think what they did helped, but a part of me thinks that the process was already beginning before they ever lay their hands on it. Right. Their proceed like whether I agree with what they their policies are, mm-hmm. I think they are clearly following a policy. They are. They were clearly following. Right. Literally, t- none of them did the wrong. Like they did exactly what they were. And it was before it was done. It was you're going to do this. You're going to. Right. Do this. It was very right. very clear what they were doing. At one point, you see his feet. And yeah. Okay. I was right. like, so he's dead. Know, he's dead. You yeah, could see his feet of gray. Yeah. He is a black man. It is not easy when a, when a uh, Caucasian person loses oxygen. Almost instantaneously, they turn a funny color and you can tell. People of any color, mm-hmm. they don't look the same as a Caucasian would. So if you are not used to seeing people of color with anoxic injuries, mm-hmm. you're not going to know. Right. But when you look at his feet in the video, yeah. they're gray. Yeah. And I was like, that's a bad sign. Mm-hmm. So... I come, I watched the video and then I come home and I asked my husband, I texted him ahead of time, watch this video <laughs> because he works with prisoners all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, he works in a courthouse. It's not the same as a correctional facility. It's different, but he's yeah. still working with prisoners who have medical emergencies all the fucking time, especially if you tell them they're getting held. Everybody's got chest pain. Yeah. Well, I would too. Right. So I come in, I'm like, Brian, what did you think? They should all go to fucking jail. What? I was like. My words exactly. What? They should all go fucking jail. Has nobody heard of positional asphyxia? I've known that for decades. You can't keep somebody on their face. They kept him on his face for 30 minutes. The guy who with George Floyd didn't intend to kill him, but by keeping him on his face for that long, that's what happened. He went on a rant about positional asphyxia. I'm like, what are they? They were trying to get the cuffs off of him. Yeah. Yeah, but they weren't kneeling on his neck. No. And that's what I said. It's a different... I said he was kneeling on his back. Devil's advocate... When the bolt cutters didn't work, or when you were waiting for the yes, bolt cutters, move them. you could have sat him yes. up or put him on his back. Right. All right. You could have sat him up. You could have sat him on the bunk. Yeah. So there were so many unanswered questions. Mm-hmm. The most of which, why are they targeting the fucking nurse who uh, had the least contact with this man? Ha- They're saying she was. So my husband's like, she was negligent. She was negligent. How? I said, Brian, negligence is. My patient's bleeding on the table, and, and I go just... to fucking lunch and leave nobody there. Yeah. That's negligent. He's like, no, no, no. I said, because of course he's going to the legal term of negligence. I said, she wasn't fucking negligent. Look at what she has for equipment. She got a, that fucking stethoscope and that blood pressure cuff. She's whipping that blood pressure cuff all the time. Yeah. I said, she's got the, oh, that's all she has. She has no monitors for this guy. And mm-hmm. how is she going to get them on them if the policy is she can't touch him till it's safe? Right. I said, she, her hands were literally tied. And she's the only one. Who recognizes he's not breathing? Mm-hmm. Had she not been there, they probably would have left him in the observation cell and found him dead the next morning. Yeah. I was like, we were at it for an hour and a half in the middle of the night talking about this fucking case. I don't, I don't, I mean, again, maybe there's other things, but per that body cam, I don't know what she could have done differently. D- I, I mean, I maybe reacted faster. She maybe could have, a- Again, devil's advocate. I wasn't there. I don't know her background. Mm. If she was a newer nurse, I was just explaining to somebody, my girlfriend's daughter's going to nursing school, and I said, she really should start working in the hospital. Mm. She needs to find her voice. Mm. I don't know if this nurse found her voice. Because yeah. if I was concerned, like, I in the, watching the video, I'm concerned when he's not talking anymore. Well, I said to him, I go, okay, now, and he's like, what? I said, well, he was saying, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Get off me. Get off me. Get off me. I said, and then it's, I can't breathe. Right. Get off me. Right. Like, you can tell the way he's right. talking. Like, he's dying. So he's at that dying point, right yeah. I would have said to them, you need to roll him over and but let me check. in there. She, but I I can only think she's standing outside the door. Because she's right there said, when the door shuts. But I remember they said, get the nurse. And they yelled, Nur- whatever they yelled. Why nurse. is then, But it's not like she why was isn't right she there. there. Then why isn't she I there? think because, because of it's the safety a medical, thing. Right, but it's a medical emergency. Your whole reason to deal with this guy is he's having a medical emergency. But I think they have to get him secure in I, This is what I mean. Yeah. I can't make a judgment right. without knowing what that place's policies right. are. And we're down south. Maybe they're a little behind the times. I don't know what they... Maybe they're right on it. Right. I don't know what their policies right. are. So, I, I still, just don't know how you get involuntary manslaughter from that. I still don't think... Yeah, he was like... And then I talked to Paul, who's a cop. 
He's like, none of them should have been fucking indicted. No. They were doing what they were told to do. So if you're following the hospitals or the, the jails, if you're following policy procedure to the T and somebody dies, how are you held negligible? How are you held criminally responsible? Right. How is she fucking responsible for right. this? And she went in right when they called her. Right. She was there. Right. She when initiated they called her. CPR immediately. Mm-hmm. You she know, did he's like, like, well, there's no ventilations. I'm like, nobody's going to put their mouth on him. You don't have to. Right. That he is knows not- that. He's a fucking CPR instructor. You do not have to give breath. No. I said, no, she initi- would I give breath? No, I to said, that nobody. No. If they don't have an ambu bag, nobody's touching his mouth. No. I said, you're in a jail. These people have everything. Even under- if I were on the street and didn't know I, the person, yeah, exactly. I'm not giving breath. You don't. Ex- have if I don't to. know the person, exactly. You do not have to. Exactly. So, he, I was like, you cannot hold that against her. No. So now she goes on trial with a bunch of people who know nothing about nursing, and they're going to convict her. I just, I just, I don't would love to know what the what the grand jury had that said these officers who were there when he was dying not blaming them i'm not blaming them they literally it looked like they did it per policy yep i don't know their policy but it was very clear what they were doing yeah there was no renegade and they were being hey john please calm down Mm -hmm. you know we're trying to get these cuffs off please stop fighting we have to get them off the key broke we're here to help you you know relax Mm -hmm. they were very kind to him not saying um, i know the poor man died but they didn't do it Militia. They like, weren't just because what happened was nailing on the guy. Need- immediately there were riots when this because this happens in 2019. There were riots mm-hmm. over this. Nothing racial about this incident, and I think they they asked for the video to be released, and I think that's why. So you could see this was not a racial incident. This was not no, a hate crime. It wasn't unkind. No, it wasn't. It was not a black hate white thing at all. Asshole, yes. like you know, lay down. It was right. very kind and well. I right. know that sounds stupid. Well handled. Right. I would love to know what they have in front of them, though, that said these officers who did the the event that led to the death are not responsible. I think so. Paul's theory is they had to go after somebody, so they went after her. They couldn't go after the cops because it would become this big thing, and they didn't want any more riots. Or I forgot how he's going to call me after this episode and be like, "That's not what I fucking said." <laughs> um, but he said like the way he worded it was like they had to go after somebody. They couldn't go after them, so they went after her. Which, that's bullshit. I just can't imagine what she could have. I don't understand. I just don't right. understand what could be written there or what they have that would show that she is, she is criminally they, they negligent. Only one, the grand jury died. So if you want to know, you want to see this body cam video, you can go on YouTube and watch it. Mm. It's John Neville, Forsyth County Jail, Winston, South Carolina. There's two videos. Mm. One is six minutes long and one is about 25 minutes long. Mm-hmm. And you have to watch them both because... I just, her life is ruined. Um, And nobody wants to be a jail nurse to begin with. No. And now you're going to, I mean, they're working under such different circumstances than a normal nurse. And she's the only one there. And she's the only one there. It's it's like two in the morning. She's She's, a little tiny thing. Yeah, she's the only one there. I just, you're right, though. I don't know if she has a voice. I don't know how that jail or prison or whatever it is runs. I know we get prisoners and one time... um, (laughs) Like the hand, you know, they shackle them. They un- we have to unshackle for the case, but they wait till they're under anesthesia, and then they unshackle them, and then they put it back on before they wake up. So they put it with the shackles on, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, this is too tight." <laughs> he's like, "What?" And I'm like, "This is this is too tight." And he's like, um, "They're supposed to be tight." I'm like, "No, I I realize that, but see how that one? Mm-hmm. It gives a little. It's not going to break his skin." I said, "He's going to come back here with." Skin breakdown. Skin breakdown. And we're going to have to do surgery on that. Like I said, just uh, look it. See, just can you just make it like <laughs> I know he wanted to kill me. I'm speaking up for, he's still my patient. Like like I said, I mean, if I, were, if I were in there and I'm just devil's advocate, if I had to have done anything differently than she did, I would have made sure 911 was on the way the moment I came in the fucking place and saw him on the ground like that. Only for this reason. I don't think there should be any policy to delay 911 if you think it's warranted. I, so, but to be also devil's advocate, you walk in there, you think the if the cellmate is saying he had a seizure, right, and that's what you think. He did look postictal. Yes, but he also fell from the top bunk. Right, which I'm not <laughs> saying. Right, but I'm, that was what got me more than anything. Right. He has fallen from the top bunk. Right, you have to have him scanned, or and, would, and, and or whatever. And then when he's in the second cell and he starts quieting down, I would have been like banging on the door. 
you got to roll him over. Yeah. You got to check him. See, he's not, he's getting quiet. Something's going on here. Right. Because then at least you could have said whatever was going on was the reason he was going down, not the positional asphyxia. Right. So I just don't know. The way they yelled for her didn't seem like she was right there. Right. I feel like she was That's another thing. We don't know where she was. Right. Because you don't see her. So it's hard to form a judgment. Like, I don't know that she knew he was quieting down because that uh, was calm. Like, okay, yeah, I'm going to let you do this. This is a very tough scenario because to me, there was a lot of questions out there. The the body cam video doesn't show me. Right. But it's not like it's not showing or it cuts out or it's it's showing the whole fucking thing. Right. That's how I'm like, how did you get, how do you get an indictment on this? I don't. And the state, I believe, has settled with, uh, there was... I believe there's money that's already gone to the family. I mean, his son well, is yes, I mean, very, you know, very well-spoken, very nice guy, you know, and he, he, he's like, it's, I'm not going to get my dad back. He's like, so nothing's going to fix that. Mm-hmm. He's more concerned with why just, not that she was indicted, but more than why her and not everybody else. Yeah. Like, if you're going to indict her, you got to indict everybody. Right. And if you're not going to indict, you can't indict her. But it doesn't make sense. I don't know why she's left holding the bag. It's bullshit. I just don't understand it. Yeah. And if she's bullshit. found guilty, I just can't, I just, more information if has to come out. If she's found guilty on the tales of this Vanderbilt case, oh. there's going to be a fucking uproar with nursing. Even just with the Vanderbilt case, that's it's all you scary. hear. It scares me. It's all you hear. Our hospital put out a statement about it. I, and did you get the email? They put out a statement right after it. You might not have been working those days. About, I didn't even read it because I don't care what they say. That shit happens at our place. You're going to be left out to dry. Yeah. They are not going to... They'll say all day long, we'll cover you, we'll help you out. No. Nope, 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 nope. They're not going to... I feel like, though, at least... I feel like the place we work would... When something happens, they report it. Yeah. Yeah. They report it. Yes, they do. They absolutely do. And you hear about it. Like They they absolutely do. And they they try to fix it. Yep. Everything changes. You get 8 million policy changes and you try to fix it because that is the point of reporting it. If you are going to criminally charge nurses for mistakes or doctors or whoever, people are not going to t- tell you what mistake happened and then you're not going to be able to fix right. it going forward. Right. And that's dangerous. But you need to know if you make a mistake and it's a mistake that you're not going to be thrown in jail for That's it. what I'm saying. So yeah. people are going to cover it up they're because gonna be they afraid. don't want to go to jail. And then the whole system is just going to still suck and more mistakes are going to happen that yep. way. Yeah, it's scary. It's very scary. So, um, would love to hear the emails. Send them on in. <laughs> Send them on in. This poor nurse. I, I just have to find out what happens with this. Jail she's nurse. going to trail. Uh, I think I wrote it down. She goes to court on May twentieth. I think it is. Oh God, it makes me sick. May twenty second. She's going into court. Um, oh my God. And it's going to be follow it. It's going to be quite an interesting case. Uh, I wonder. How- you know, somebody had put that on Facebook and you had told me about it as well. And then I started looking it up. I'm like, this is complete bullshit. But watching the video, like to hear my husband come out with. I can't believe he be, said that. I couldn't believe it. I was like, what? Oh, oh no, you didn't. The cats left the room. I'm like, it's going to get ugly. Are you kidding? And then he's like, well, I think it's very interesting. You're defending the nurse. Paul's defending the police. I said, and you're fucking thinking everybody should go to jail. What is your problem? What is all in prison? I said, who are you? T- this is bullshit. He, when he gets his yeah. head behind something, you know my husband. There ain't no, there ain't no saying that's wrong. Yeah, I'm telling you, an hour and a half. He got up. He couldn't even sleep anymore. He was like, I'm all riled up now. <laughs> I was like, and then after hearing Paul side with me, he, he got just up. He, he is dug in, dug in on the positional <laughs> asphyxia. He is dug in on that. Which I understand. At the same time, when you're doing it, which I get, you probably should. There should be some sort of timer or something, and maybe right. that will change. Like, okay, we've spent five minutes on this. Get him right. up. Put him back in the chair. We'll try again. Right. I get whatever. However, when you're in it and you're fuck, that's broken. Shit, those aren't working. You're not thinking. Oh wait, it's been ten minutes. It's right. been fifteen minutes. It's and you're like fuck. I gotta get something that works. From but what then I they understand, weren't panicked. they were calm. Right. Part of the positional asphyxia is like when you're hogtied and your legs are up yes, because you and your arms that. are back. Everything's pushed on yeah. you. In that video, I'm pretty sure she says straighten his legs out. Yes, because he is on his stomach. Yeah, and so they're aware of it, and they're not leaning on his neck. They're no. not. I mean, his face is clearly wide open. Yes. And they, it's not that they're leaning on his face, but they have, a, everybody's got a limb. Well, because they're trying to get cuffs right. off. And yeah. if they come off, you have to make sure, everybody you has know, a limb. 
he's not searched. Mm-hmm. You don't know. They carry shanks and a toothbrush shanks and all mm-hmm. kinds of shit. You don't know what he's got in there. There are instances that people are faking it mm-hmm. just to hurt. So, I mean, they're coming from a very different background than, than anybody person. that's going to be on that jury. Right. They're coming from a very different mm-hmm. background because they're const- their whole job is worried, is somebody going to kill me today? Mm-hmm. And I would never want to work in an environment no. where I worry that everybody's going to try to fucking kill me. Right. Or everybody's trying to manipulate me. Right. Or everybody's lying to me. Right. With all that knowledge, mm-hmm. I thought they handled it. I, I, like you said, he died. So clearly something went wrong. Yes. I'm but not saying it they didn't. are obviously following a procedure. It is here. not the things you see when they're on the street. Right. Waiting for somebody with their knee on a neck. Right. It is not that. No. It is not that. And I'm not just saying, I am the first to say the other Mm -hmm. thing, wrong. You Mm -hmm. were wrong. You should be in prison. The, the, I said to him, literally, I watched it and I said, Mike, they were so kind and respectful the entire time. They were not trying. This was an accidental death. To degrade him, to hurt him, to do anything bad to to him. Nothing. Right. I said, you could see it. Like, I mean, you know, you see other things and you're like, okay, yeah. You're an ass. This is bullshit. Yeah. This, this, not that. I agree. They, not that. I agree with you 100. Yeah. percent Paul agrees with us. Yeah. And Brian, I'm not. Brian like, doesn't agree yeah. with us. <laughs> yeah. That's they so should bizarre. all go to jail. What? What are you in your fucking mind? It's so bizarre. And uh, they all lost their jobs. Yeah. But she is looking at. I mean, involuntary marriage easy five years. What? What joy are you going to get out of giving her five years? Go after her civilly, if you feel you need to go after all of them civilly. But I just. To put her in jail? I Bullshit. can't. Bullshit. I just can't. I don't know what she... If that would, to me, you would have had to sit there and be like, I don't know, let him lay there for a little exactly. bit and then we'll come back in an hour. Like, I She's mean, fluttering it, around him like a fucking butterfly. No, let me get this. Let me try this. I'm, I'm going to give him temp. I'm, you know, she's she's trying. Yeah. But I think she's being restrained back because of what is going on with him. Like the, the cuffs and the breaking. She's being detained to get right. to him. She can't get to him yet. Right. So, uh, and, and she's the only one standing at the door to see what's going on with him. Like I said, had she not been there, they probably wouldn't have found him till the next morning or till the next bed check. Yeah. You know? So these are two something cases. This, this could be four hour episode. I mean, these are, and these are only the tip of the ice. I mean, there's that, I still want to cover that Dana Faber case. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's the heparin case. The kid got too much heparin. I mean, there's, a, there's mistakes that are out there. Mistakes are going to happen. Yeah. It's how you handle them. That is what you do, how you fix them, how you handle it, how you handle it. It's mistakes are always going to happen. There are always going to be mistakes. You try to make them as little as possible. That's why you come forward and you say, this mistake was made. Let's change what we do. This is what, this is why we've got so many fucking policies and they change all the time Mm -hmm. and they're changing. And I'm literally, I am not a policy procedure person. I shouldn't say that. I will follow policy and yes. procedure, but if you think I'm going to quote you page three, section two, right. like other people we work with, that's not going to happen. I know what I need to do. Yeah. And I'm yelling and screaming about the way I'm seeing some things done now because I think people are veering away from policies. Mm-hmm. And you'll never thought these words would come out of my mouth <laughs> when I say to people, the policies are there for a reason. I'm like, who the fuck am I? I, I turned into my mother. The policies are there for a reason. Yeah. There's a reason we do counts a certain way. Yeah. You can't make up your own fucking idea of how a count should be done. No. You follow procedures for a reason. Right. Because if you make up your own rules, something bad's going to mm-hmm. happen. Mm-hmm. Yep. But if you don't report something happening, you you're not going to get those it. policies in place right. to help prevent it from happening right. again. Our quality assurance girls are working double time. Oh, my God. They're yeah. con- I mean, Because then you get the people who just write fucking safety reports because, oh, I don't like her. She's blonde. Safety report. <laughs> I'm like, you really, somebody wrote a safety report for that? I would have just gone to you and been like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know? Yeah, I got a problem. Not, yeah. but that has nothing to do with policy. Yeah. Well, the boots got turned off. They write a fucking safety report. Like, Are you kidding me? Right. All right. The boots were on for 35 hours. The battery went dead. It wasn't plugged in. He went 10 minutes without the boots. Not going to be the end of the world. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to write you. I'm going to just tell you, plug your boots in next time. Right. Hey, just so you know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I just... It's a slippery slope. It's a very because if this is what's going to happen, slope. people are not going to admit mistakes, and then you're going to have more yeah. mistakes. I mean, this isn't a doctor death thing where thirty patients die, or you know, a Munchausen thing where she's killing twelve patients on a floor. This was a mistake. It was These a mistake. Medical mistake. Both of them mistakes. Yep. All right. So it was a mistake. That being said, <laughs> um, 
we would love to hear your feedback. I, yeah. I'm hoping we get some emails from this because um, it's a very hotbed topic. topic. Yeah. So write to us and maybe throw in some suggestions for um, Summer Series because I still don't know what the fuck we're going to do. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll figure something out. Somebody's getting eaten by something. Somebody's falling all off of something. All the a time. A leg is going to go missing somewhere. Oh, yeah. You know how I love my Summer Series. Ugh. Maybe Mike will draw us up some crazy Summer Series shirts. Right, Mike? Right? You hear that? Yeah, okay. Uh, Mike's like, what the fuck? Whatever. All right, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy your May, and we will see you soon. Bye. Bye. Like, subscribe, rate, and review the Scissors and Scrubs podcast on whatever podcast app you listen to us on. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Scissors and Scrubs. And email us any of your stories or thoughts to scissorsandscrubs at gmail.com.